Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello to your beautiful forehead flincher. It's Crystal Rosas back with another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. Tonight, I really let down my boss. Some coworkers are hating on me. People were being racist to me and my friends at the bar. I saw Float King again at the Halloween parade and made a total fool of myself. (sighs) Sit back, relax. It's Crystal's Nightcap. Oh my God, hello. Thank you again for being here. I love you so, so much. And I hope that you had a great past few weeks. I hope that you had a great Halloween. We're going to get into where I've been, why I haven't been here last weekend, what's going on. Um, so yeah, pretty much. I just hope that you're you're feeling good. I have been feeling kind of in a funk, but I'm going to get into that and what brought upon that and how I'm getting out of the funk and what's going on. So yes, take care of you. Take care of your mental health, take care of your physical health because it is fall, it is snuggle season, it's starting to get cold, so it is that time for seasonal depression and we have to do whatever we can to not fall into that and um, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at, so we are going to get straight into it, but first, please, if you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe, share it with your friends if you're really liking it. I'm live in New York City on the world-famous Z100. I, I still can't believe that I'm here <laughs> and that this is my job, um, but I'm so happy to be on air every afternoon with Maxwell, 2 to 6. If you're not in New York, don't worry. You can listen on a free iHeartRadio app wherever you are. I'm on multiple stations on the weekend, so see my socials for which ones. On everything, I'm at La Crystal Rosas. We have our own Instagram meme page at Crystal's Nightcap, so add that as well. Y'all are loving it. A ver qué más. Um... Let me think, let me think. Oh, yeah, my online boutique is still up and running. So go check out lacrystalrosas.com. Click on the shop tab. And I think that's pretty much it for now. It's everything that I need to plug. Should we just jump into it? Crystal's Cave is a segment where I talk about me, my life, everything that I'm up to and doing. So we're going to get into that right now. Hello? Who's in here? It's so dark. Ew, what's dripping? Did I just step on something? You're now inside Crystal's Cave. As you know, there was not an episode last week and, or, yeah, last week. And your girl was just, your girl needed to really get her whole life together because I was a hot mess and it really started affecting me because it started affecting my job. And if it's one thing that I hate, it's like I hate when I let down people I work with. I hate when I let down my boss. I hate when I let down my boss's boss. And it's just not a good situation to be in. So I really needed to take like a week or so just to really rile myself in and understand that what I am doing is not okay. So um, last week was... It wasn't a crazy, crazy week. Nothing 
out of the ordinary. I had the same old interviews during the morning times. Some were on Zoom, some were in person. I had meetings um, that were on uh, different platforms. And last week was somewhat of a busy week. Uh, however, we did have a a pretty important meeting that I was supposed to make, and I did not make it. So what was going on? What had happened? So if you remember last year, I was dealing with a lot of mental health issues, and I was dealing with like phone addiction and substance abuse issues, and I was just like not okay. So my mom had put me into like essentially an at-home rehab to just fix my life. And you guys were there for a lot of it. I shared a lot of my journey with you. I mean, during my mental breakdowns, I was still doing Crystal's nightcap. You guys were there for some of those, some of my, just just the craziness of everything. And since then, I have done a lot of things to try to adjust myself to not go back to that place. And I think in some cases, I kind of adjusted too much. Like I'm, I'm doing too much on one end of things. And where I want to get to with that is my cell phone and alerts and calendar invites and things like that. So what happened was I was super addicted to my phone. I would be on my phone for over nine hours a day. Like, you know how your iPhone can track how long you've been on your phone? I was on my phone for over nine hours a day. That's a whole other job. I was just always on it, just always scrolling, always like looking through things, always somehow always on it, always making sure that if someone's calling me or texting me, I'm going to be right there for them. And it was an issue. It was a real, real issue for me. So then when my mom like fixed me last year, she gave me certain times to be on my phone. So she was like, okay, this time to this time is going to be your phone time where you can respond to emails. And if you need to have meetings with people, you can tell them that you're going to have meetings during these times. And so for a while, that's how I, it was literally like I was like a little kid. I wasn't sleeping with my phone. My phone was in a whole other room. It was a situation. I don't think I've ever shared with you how bad that was or how serious that was. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I still have memory issues from that time. But yeah, I I had to take a step back from my phone because I was constantly on it and I was never living in the moment. If I was with my friends, if I was with my family, I was always living for my phone. I was always trying to post everything. My phone was my whole life. And so then I had to take a step back from that. Now that has carried on a little bit until now. I'm still on it a lot. Not as much as I used to be. Now it's like four to five hours, which is, I do need to cut that out even more. I, I missed when I was only on my phone for like two or three hours, but because of my job and my lifestyle, I, I do still have to be on my phone to post and I still, and if you've noticed, I'm not even really, to the normal person, you might be like, oh my God, she posts 24-7, what is she talking about? But before, like I used to have like 40 stories a day and now I'm not, I really don't feel like I'm living to post. I try to, to post you know, of course, funny stuff or things that happen here and there, but now my stories are down to like five or six a day, maybe even less. And, be, and the reason that I do have to post is because if I don't post at all, then people aren't going to look at my stuff. My engagement is so much lower than it was when I was on my phone 24-7, but I really didn't like my relationship with social media and my phone. Like, I didn't like how I was addicted. And if you've noticed on my timeline, like, I have not been growing on Instagram at all. If anything, I think I'm kind of, like, losing followers on there. I post 
maybe like once every two weeks or sometimes even less than that. But uh, yeah, I'm just not, I, I try not to be as attached and addicted to my phone as I was before. I really try to be in the moment because I feel like for a lot of years, I really was not living in the moment. I feel like I was a zombie and that had to do a lot with just me being super stressed, me being a very in a very toxic environment and you guys have listened to my podcast if you have if you haven't go listen to like June, July, August of last year, that's when everything pretty much went down. So so then um I haven't been I put my phone even on do not disturb because I just I mean, like I'm saying, it really got to the point where I had to, I wanted to be at everyone's beck and call. If anyone called me at any time of the day, I would want to be there for them. If anyone texted me, I had to respond right away. And I kind of like really shifted a lot. I mean, I'm not purposely leaving people on red. I'm not purposely ignoring people. But if it's something that's not pressing or urgent, then I I don't want to feel as a as attached to my phone as I did before. So I'm kind of a little more non-responsive in that sense. And in the mornings when I'm doing my morning routines and getting myself ready for the day, I have my phone on do not disturb. And that was a huge issue last week. And it, it, and this wasn't the first time that it had happened. This was a few, when I kind of first started and we had our first big event, there was a meeting where we were all going over the event. And because my phone was on Do Not Disturb, I completely missed the meeting. My alert didn't go off. People were texting me like, where are you? I wasn't even looking at my phone. I think I was doing errands around the house. Like it wasn't like I was doing something better than that meeting. It wasn't that I didn't care about the meeting or didn't prioritize it. I didn't set an alarm on my phone and my phone was on Do Not Disturb. So I did not get the the memo and not a good look, not a good look for our first event ever. And me not being on that email with all of our other coworkers. So I texted my boss and I was like, yo, there's no excuse for this. Super negligent. So sorry. It will never happen again. And I try to hold myself to that standard. Like when I say something's not going to happen again, usually it doesn't happen again. That was a few months ago. It happened again. And this was an even bigger meeting. And, um, this meeting, like, our, one of our presidents was on there and the meeting was just supposed to be very, very intimate. But then a few more people got invited to the meeting. But essentially the meeting was literally for me and my partner. That was the essence of the meeting. Um, the meeting had had been on our calendar for like three weeks. So there was really no excuse. I did have alerts set for it. Uh, however, I woke up that morning and um, I was just doing my morning routine. My phone was on do not disturb. Like an hour, 45 minutes into the meeting, I check my phone and I have a missed call from my boss, a missed text from my boss and other missed texts from my coworkers. And they're just like, hey, Crystal, like the meeting's starting. Are you here yet? Okay, Crystal, like we're going to start the meeting. Like, I hope everything's good. And I text my coworker. I'm like, oh, my God, is the meeting still going on? Like, this is so awkward. He's like, just go in, just just pop in. It's better late than ever. I'm like, okay. so I go into the meeting. Um, whatever we're kind of going on when my, my boss eventually acknowledges me and is like, Hey Crystal, like good to see you. I'm just like, thanks. And the meeting concludes. I really feel like I completely dropped the ball. Like I, the meeting was a big deal. Um, the meeting was just to help us with strategy on how to be better. And 
it's a meeting that's really important to our bosses. And it was important for me to be there for the content of it, regardless if they were going to send the PowerPoint afterwards, regardless if I was going to get a wrap up from my coworkers afterwards. I should have been there because people specifically made time just for me and my partner for us for that meeting. And I wasn't there. I completely flopped. I looked very irresponsible. I looked like I just don't care in the world. I look like I'm just way too good to be on any type of meetings. Like it was such a, such a bad look, such a bad look on so many levels because it wasn't just my coworkers. It was my boss, my boss's boss and some people, some bigger people from other things. And I was not there at all to show. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't there when I needed to be. They were kind of stalling the meeting in the beginning because I wasn't there and then I just like never showed up until the end, the last five minutes. It was just not it. It was not a good look. And this is not what I was moved out from San Francisco to do in New York City. This is not the reputation that I have with from from the company. Like this is not this is I mean, now it is typical of me because now I'm making it a habit because this is the second time that it happened. And I oh my gosh, like it was just the worst ever. So I, I called my my part like one of my coworkers afterwards. I was just like, oh my god, like I don't know what to do. This is the second time this has happened. He's like, yeah, this is kind of bad, Crystal. Like now you're looking like that girl that just doesn't care, and it's not a good look. And I'm just like, what do I even say? Like I don't even know what to say to my boss. Like I'm, I just, it's just so awkward. Like I haven't responded to his text where he's like, hey, where are you? Hope everything's good. Like we're meeting, you know. And I'm not gonna sit here and lie to him. I'm not gonna come up with an excuse. Like I'm, I'm a grown adult. I don't, I don't want him not to trust me, even though he already is like, girl, I don't trust you because you. this is the second time. You told me last time this was going to happen. This happened again. So, like, in my head, I'm just freaking out. I'm spiraling. Um, and I'm just really, really disappointed in myself. Again, it's not like I was working out. It's not like I there was an emergency. Like, I literally was eating breakfast. Like, it's not that I was, I d- had my phone on do not disturb. That was the issue. So, um, I'm talking to my coworker on how do I, how am I going to tell my boss? Like, what am I going to say to him? And I, I just have to kind of like sit on it for a little bit because, you know, the typically like I would respond with something frantic right away or try to make up an excuse, but there, I just, I can't be doing that. Like I'm a grown adult. I don't need to make up lies. I need to be honest. I need to fess up with what I did and I need to just apologize even though it's not going to help anything. Um, so I end up texting my boss and I say, listen, there's absolutely no excuse. I told you this was going to happen again. It did happen again. I completely flopped. Like, I am so sorry. Like my phone was on do not disturb. And I, I, I really, I really don't even know what to say. Like, and you know, he responded one way or the other kind of saying, yeah, like not saying it's okay. Cause it was not okay. Just kind of saying like, I mean, yeah, like it sucked because this meeting was literally just for you guys. We decided to add people just to be more inclusive to them. But this was for you. (laughs) And I was just like, I know I'm like, you're absolutely I'm going to write an email to our director, like saying thanks so much and sorry that I was late or whatever. Um, And then it was that that was kind of that. So I was very not okay. And then I have also been slipping in other areas of my work duties. So when my partner came in my co-host max like he had like a talk with me and was just like you know listen crystal like can't be missing meetings and like giving me other like telling me other things that i have haven't really been on top of and that makes me feel like 
obviously he cares. He cares a lot. He wants to make sure that we're both looking good. And if he's only one on meetings and I'm not, like, it just does not make us look good. It doesn't make us look like a team that has it all together. So it's making him look bad, too, when I'm not showing up on meetings and I'm showing up, like, five five minutes at the end. So um, after I had a talk with him, I really just ha- had to have, like, a mental talk with myself and, like, write out how I'm not going to do stuff like this again. And luckily I have Justin, who is now my assistant, and I had a talk with Justin on making sure that I'm on top of stuff for my calendars and when I have meetings, like he'll have alerts too to make sure that he's texting me and making sure that I actually set alarms. Like an alert is not good enough anymore for me. Like I need a whole ass like loud alarm when I have meetings coming up. And again, it's not because I don't care and I'm not prioritizing it or I think I'm too good for it. It's just my, like this, the relationship that I have with my phone. It's like, at one point, I was addicted and on it all the time and too much on everyone's becking call 24-7. Now I'm at the point where I'm leaving it on do not disturb and I'm missing things because I'm not on my phone when I need to be. But if I'm going to Starbucks, I'm going to post it. You know, it just it just doesn't look good and it's not a good situation. So um, I sat down with my assistant and him and I were just like talking about ways how that could not happen anymore because like I said, one time, okay, I get it. Two times, girl, this is a pattern and it's not looking good for you. So. That's what I was going through last week, and I just, like, was still kind of funking it through the be- the beginning and mid of last week, and I just, I needed to take a second, and I was not feeling positive enough to come on the podcast. I'm going to be honest with you. I really wasn't. So, that was what had happened, and we're still working on it. I mean... I have a a meeting with my boss this week and he had to send me a separate email saying, hey, like just reminding you, I put this on the calendar and make sure that you're not like an Uber on the train or anything. I want you to be on the camera. Like I want you to be present and focused for this, which is like he he never did that before. So now he he's like, "Okay, I need to let this girl know that we have meetings and it's 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 you need to be there for it. And don't forget this time. Right. So that's not good. But at least. At least I came up with my own game plan on how to make sure that doesn't happen again. And now it's just like we're starting from like lower than zero. So now it's just me trying to build that trust again with him to make sure that it really doesn't happen again. Even though I lied to him when I said that the first time. So that is how it was. And it happens life. You kind of sometimes really need to sit yourself down and prioritize your life more because I do go out. I do have fun. I have the best job ever. I feel like I've been on top of it with other areas of my work, but there are areas I need to work on a lot more. And um, I can really only try to work on it and get better from here. I mean, I'm still going to dwell on it because it freaking sucks and I should have done that, but as long as I can tell myself, like, we're going to work on it and be better. So that was that day. And then the weekend. Oh, yeah, I think that week I had, like, a mental health. Didn't we have a mental health day? Didn't we get Friday off? I think I even had Friday off. (laughs) I was like, I I definitely need to. Yeah, I think me and Max did, like, a mental health day. And I think I was like, good thing, because need that. So then um, my one of my boyfriends came over, Sam. Um, Sam is the guy who lives in Jersey, not to get confused with Hoboken Bay. Um, Sam is the guy who lives in, or is from Mexico City, and him and I have been hanging out a lot, and we can, like, go on dates. We went on a date the other night 
Uh, he took me out to our first dinner, which is so funny because we've been dating for like a, a few months now, kind of. And we've never gone out to dinner. Not that he hasn't asked. I mean, I think it was even like the first few times that we hung out. He was like, I need to take you out to dinner. Like, I need to take you out. But we've just been very busy. And during the week, I just like to be at home. I don't really like to go out much during the week. Uh, y'all know on the weekends, I do what I need to do. But yeah, we decided we planned to go on a cute dinner. And then one of my friends was having a... <clears throat> A show. She does a one-man show, and it was amazing. So we went to this place in a downtown to eat called Little Frankie's, and oh my gosh, it was so amazing. They had the best beet ravioli I've ever had in my whole life. Who cares about beets? Beets, I just, I never cared about, what is it, a bean? I don't know what a beet is. I think it's a bean. Um, I... I always thought they were weird, and I always would push them away if they were in salads. The server recommended this beet ravioli, and I was kind of, no, but then he was like, trust me, it's probably going to be my meal tonight. You should get this, and we did. It was so good. We even ordered a whole second one. So our date was so cute, and in New York, kind of like in the Bay, a lot of dining is on the street now, on the sidewalks, so it was just such a New York moment. Like I'm having a date with the guy I've dated for a while, and... It's just so cute, and we're eating Italian food and chatting, and just, like, I have a lot of fun with Sam, so uh, that was our little dinner date, and then after the date, we went to the show, and the show was really, oh my gosh, my friend is so talented. She did a one-man show out here in New York at a bar, and it was just so good. It was so fun to watch, so we did that, and then um, he helped me repot all the plants that I have. Okay, I I'm I am a mother of like ten plants at this point. I have so many plants, and some of them are outgrowing their little pots. So look at me getting new cribs for my babies. So we did that. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then we really just, like, stayed in and watched movies, like, all day. We ordered food. We Like, he was drinking beer. I was drinking White Claws. Like, it was just such a f- just chill. Stay at home the entire weekend. Yeah, for, like, Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I think. We just, like, stayed home forever. So we, oh, and then we made pancakes. We made breakfast in the morning. And it was just, like, so fun. You probably saw that on my Instagram story, too. And then Sunday evening, I uh, wanted to, I was like, I need to get out of the house. I've been here since Friday, so I'm going to go to a little shopping spree. So I hit up Walmart and TJ Maxx, and I got a whole bunch of fall stuff, and all of that is on my Instagram Live. So go to my Instagram. You can watch all the stuff that I got at Marshall's and TJ Maxx. So I did that. And then here comes last week, and last, yeah, last week um, it was, like, raining a little bit, and then I started getting supplies ready for my... um, Oh my god, I have to tell you this cheese might so good. I started getting supplies ready for my Halloween costumes because Halloween is this weekend. Um, and there's some going on at work. Okay, so you know I'm on multiple stations here with iHeartRadio. So I'm on in San Francisco, Fresno, I'm on in Texas, I'm on in North Carolina, like I'm on a whole bunch of stations on the weekends. And um the interesting thing is that there are some people that don't 
don't really like me, which is okay. Um, the only reason I know that is because other people tell me. And if it's secondhand, then you don't know exactly. But <laughs> maybe people are just being messy. But there's been some things happening when I'm trying to post on social media for the other markets that I'm on that were an issue. And I've noticed that when I'm logging in to certain... <laughs> okay, let me just tell you the first thing. So I was promoting my podcast and was promoting my show on social media and I logged into the other stations and I did the same thing and I noticed that for one station when I posted it and I went back to check that it got posted and to check that the link was working, it got deleted. Like it wasn't there anymore on the story. So I was like, um, okay, this is interesting. So then I posted it again. I was like, oh, maybe it was like a glitch or something. Like, let me post it again. So I posted it again and like didn't really care and then checked back a few hours later and noticed it got deleted again. So I hit up the the digital director and I'm like, hey, like, is it okay for me to promote my podcast? I've been doing it forever. I didn't think it was an issue. There's, it's the weekend. So it's like my shift. Like, was there a reason that my stuff got deleted? And they were like, no, like I didn't delete it. So it must be, honestly, it must be someone, <laughs> it must be one of your haters. Cause this is, has been a pattern of like things that I post on, on other radio stations, accounts that I'm on get deleted. So I was like, Oh, okay. Like that's kind of odd, whatever. And she's like, I'll address it. I'll address it to our bosses. And I was like, okay. Like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not trying to like snitch on nobody or make a big deal, but I am on the radio station. I have things to promote and like I want my stuff to get seen. So and then they also want our stuff to get seen too. the radio stations encourage us to post and encourage us to like let people in on what we're doing. So um, I thought it was like really odd that someone was deleting it. And if it wasn't the digital director deleting it, then it was another person that's on air. So because those are the only people that have the passwords to this. So. I thought that was kind of odd and I was like, whatever. So then I go and check, like I go into the station account again and I check my, my page. Cause I'm like, maybe like, maybe it has to do something with my page. Someone threw someone inside of the radio station, like on air, <laughs> someone had muted me and muted my posts and muted my stories through the station account. And then I went on to see everyone else's accounts and none, no, no one else was muted or blocked like other than me. So I'm like, dang, not only are people like taking down, not only are my coworkers out here taking down, and mind you, this is not Z100. This is not here on Z100. Um, not only are my other coworkers like taking down my posts, they're also muting me. And this was not only the first time on Instagram. I had noticed this, this had happened a while back, like last year on Twitter as well. No, I know there's people that don't like me. I know, like, there's people that have, like, unfollowed me and blocked me. And it's just, like, it's fine. Like, we have our own things. It is what it is. Sometimes if you work together, you're just not going to get along. Um, I get it. I personally don't have, like, beef or vendettas against anyone. Like, I, I personally don't. But people have done shady things to me, which is why I've either cut them off or I've distanced myself from them. Um... And then everyone has their side of the story. Maybe they have their own side to their story as well. So it is what it is. I have inklings of who it could be. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. Whatever. So then um, so then I tell the director, I'm like, girl, someone is also muting me. 
like I am like my stuff is muted, which is not a problem. I'm, I don't care if the radio stations that I'm on like can't see my stuff, but that's also like who is doing that? Like you're like this is so petty and childish at this point. So then Monday we get into like we wake up and I wake up like with an email from one of our like our boss. And this boss loves me. Like all the boss, all the bosses mostly like me, except for right now the boss here because I'm not, I'm not hidden. I'm not at meetings that I should be at. But not that he doesn't like me. Just that it's just I'm not doing what I need to do. So it is what it is. So my boss always, this boss in particular always has my back. It's like the best boss that I can ever ask for in the whole world, the greatest. And it sends out an email to all of us, and it's just like <laughs> I don't know if I. I feel like weird talking about this. Um, so basically just the email was like, stop being childish, stop doing it. And I'm never going to write an email like this to you guys again. Like get it the heck together. Stop the childness. Stop it. And it was so funny because reading it, like he's so good with emails. Like, like this boss is like so good with emails and it was like so funny and like reading it, knowing that like he probably knows who it is. He probably knows what's happening. Like he doesn't want my stuff blocked. Like he doesn't like, (laughs) he doesn't, he does not want people muting me he does not want people taking my stuff down like I'm like one of the only people that actually posts and like no like he like knows that this is not okay so I was like dying laughing reading this email and it was just so funny and childish to me like my poor boss like he really has to be doing stuff like this because people are just so childish and then of course me like ratting on people that are doing this to me like that's even a whole other layer but yeah that's what happens um there's snakes in the grass it is what it is people are gonna try to silence you people are gonna try to block you people are gonna try to mute you at the end of the day you're going to see what I'm doing. You're going to see me shining. I can't stop that. And you're definitely going to not stop it, too, because, honey, I've been in this business for way too long for pe- people to be out here playing with me. OK, like, no, no, no. Like, do not play with me. Do not play with my content. Do not try to silence me. Do not try to stop my bag. Like, that is where I'm going to draw the line. Like, you were literally deleting things that I my work I'm working out here. I'm making podcasts out here to promote. I'm on air out here and people should know about it. Stop trying to silence me. So um, that had happened. The cheese may of it all, sis. So that was that. Now let's get to my Halloween weekend, which was just so exceptional. Starting off with Thursday, my BFF, Andrea, her sister, Betty, and my girl's mans, uh, they all came through from the Bay. It's I mean, literally every other weekend I have friends and fam here, and I love it. November is going to be a little more mellow. Um, I'm out of town this coming weekend. I'm going to go to Tejas to go visit my prima, Monica, um, and some friends over there. And then the weekend after that, I'm going upstate a little bit with my mans. We're going to do a little like mini staycation. And then the weekend after that, my girl Cena's coming in. So I had friends that came through Thursday, a Halloween weekend. We just went out for drinks that night. Friday, we all went to go see The Lion King on Broadway, which is just such a good show. Uh, me, all them went. And Sam, my dude, he came as long as well. Afterwards, we all were, we wanted to go out to the Lower East Side. But ugh, the thing about the world is that like... COVID is still kind of out here, so things aren't 100% open as they, sh- you know, as they should be. And also, it was raining, so I guess in New York City, if it rains, like people don't really go out at all. So we were going up and down the streets, and a lot was not popping off. But we did find one bar, and there was a jukebox there, so we were able to play some songs that we liked. We were playing some Bad Bunny, right? 
Of course, we're screaming. We know all the songs. Now, let's just start off by saying in New York City, there is not a lot of Mexicanos. And my whole crew, we're all Mexican. Um, there are like Puerto Ricanos and Dominicanos, but not a whole, whole lot. And they, they, all the Latinos pretty much congregate in the same areas. But for like the majority, it's a lot of whites, which is fine. Love you. Love our white brothers and sisters. No problem here. Bar cultures are different. So we get into this bar and it is a lot of whites. Again, no problem until we start playing Bad Bunny on the jukebox. And there's a table of a whole bunch of white people and they're starting to mock us. Like they're like clapping like a like it's some type of. I don't know, Cucaracha song or something, they start mocking us and clapping. And I, no one else really peeped it, but I did. So I looked over and I'm like, y'all are off beat. And then the, one of the guys gets really scared. He's like, oh, uh, I'm like, yeah, you're off beat. If you're going to clap along to the song, at least clap on beat. They did not know what to say. <laughs> they were very embarrassed. I felt like, Dang, we play one Bad Bunny song up in here and y'all are going to start clapping like we're some kind of puppets for you guys. Like, get it together. They felt very uncomfortable and they left the bar. I was very angry. I wasn't going to go off or anything, but don't be mocking us. Like, it's 2021. You ain't never seen nobody get down to Bad Bunny. Like, you need to make new friends. That was very annoying. But other than that, it was a good time. We're all just, like, drinking, chilling, Blah, blah, blah. The night went on and it was great. So after that, uh, Saturday morning, I had to work. So I had my Saturday shift, which was really annoying. But we out here, we got to work, you know, got to party hard, work hard. So I was able to get my hours in on Saturday morning. And then after that, I started getting ready because we wanted to go to dinner. So me and my girls, we dressed up as the Powerpuff Girls, as you saw on my IG. We dressed up as the Powerpuff Girls. We went to dinner. And then afterwards, um, Sam invited us to all go to his friend's house. Uh, they lived in the financial district, and it was like an apartment, and they were going to go party uh, on Wall Street at a, an apartment party for that Saturday. And... Um, my my homies were kind of tired and they had an early flight, so they didn't really want to go out. And I didn't really know the group that Sam was hanging out with. I've never met a lot of them before. Like, we have our group of friends, but this is like another group of friends and I haven't met them. And honestly, I didn't really feel like going hanging out with a whole bunch of people that I didn't know. Um, so I just decided to stay in with my homies and we were just drinking and playing cards and watching scary movies. So we did end up staying in and not going hard, too hard or anything. But honestly, I had a lot of fun with them and catching up and just spending time with my, my besties. I've known them since I was in the first grade. So it, it was a really good time. The next morning they had left and I pretty much slept in. I started working on my piñata costume because I was going to be part of the New York City downtown Halloween parade. I heart had a whole float again. So this was kind of like the gay pride thing. And I got my costume all together and we hopped on the float and it was insane, incredible, so fun. It was sponsored by Heineken. So we were like, and I was kind of nervous to drink on the float, but... It was so cool. We were drinking on the float. I was getting a little turn. Afterwards, we came back to my part, my house, um, had some shots. But around 1 a.m., uh, they wanted to go out even more. And my coworkers and I had to work on Monday. And I had to be like somewhat awake by noon. And I just was like, you know what? This has been fun. But I'm just going to I'm a call it a night. I'm a call it a night. Oh, I have a meeting right now. Look, see, this is what's happening. I'm setting alarms for meetings. Look at me. 
Look at us. That's great. So give me one second. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. One thing I forgot to mention about the Halloween parade. Oh, my God. Okay, so I told you guys I was on the float, right? And do you remember what happened last time I was on a float? Do you remember who I talked about last time I was on the float? Float King! Do you remember Float King? He's someone that is very heavily involved in floats. And um, I met him when I did the gay parade here in New York City. At the end of the parade, he had his coworker like be like, hey, he wants your number. He wants to go out for drinks. And I was like, well, I can't go out for drinks, but here's my number. So we were texting a little bit. And I threw a party at my apartment. I invited him. He didn't come. He just started ghosting me, remember? So I was really butthurt that this guy decided to ghost me. So when I talked to the homie Josh Martinez, he does nights here on Z100 about it. Josh said that next time I see Float King, I should just act as if I don't know who he is. Just be like, hi, I'm Crystal. Like, who are you, right? So here I am on the float, live my best life, looking like a pinata because that was my outfit. And out of the corner of my eye... I see Float King. I see Float King. I'm like, oh my God. I my heart my heart seriously dropped to my stomach because I completely forgot that I was gonna see him there. Like I knew that it was gonna happen because we had talked about it at work. Like, oh, the Halloween parade, Float King is gonna be there. But I just like I wasn't prepared because I was just like making my costume and like trying to figure out how to get into the parade because I was kinda late. I just wasn't prepared at the exact moment, but Float King was there. He jumps on the float and starts talking to my other coworkers. And I see him at the corner of my eye. I'm with my other coworker talking to my coworker about Float King, how he's there, and that I'm just so awkward. And I'm trying to ignore Float King. I am trying to ignore this man like my life depends on it. And then he pulls the whole like hand in my face, you know, when like you like wave at someone and you put their hand in your face. So he did that to me. He did that to me. And I looked at him and he was in like a costume and I put out my hand. I'm like, hi, I'm Crystal. I said, hi, I'm Crystal. And then he so he goes, yeah, it's Float King. And I'm like, hi. And he's like, hi. And I just kind of like continued to gig and vibe myself. I am so awkward, you guys. I am so awkward. I did not feel like I had one no type of war. I felt like he probably thought I was just like super rude and like mean to him. And that like that's that's not what I wanted the vibe to be. But again, I was just caught so off guard that I had, I flopped. I completely flopped. Um, so that's what happened with Float King. Like he just ended up getting off the float and like leaving and I didn't see him for the rest of the night. But it was so embarrassing, so awkward, so uncomfortable. I just, ugh, disgusting. Like I just, I'm so mad about the whole situation. But yeah, anyways, afterwards, we all like hung at my house, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then just back to the regular schmegular work week. So, yeah, this week is going to be chill. Um, I hung out with Sam yesterday. He came over and we just kicked it and we watched this movie on Netflix. What was it called? It's it's like a new movie about it's like it's trending. Go on the trending Netflix page. It's about this little girl who has like super like is like abnormal and like is like a freak and has superpowers and like the dad tries to. Um, like keep her in the house because of it. It's kind of like it's kind of a weird but good movie. I would suggest watch it. And it's also pretty scary. It's spooky vibes. So you can get close and cuddle up with like whoever your boo is at the moment. So go watch that on Netflix. It was good. Um we have Friday and Monday off. We're taking so many days off, huh? It's really Max. Like Max is the one who wants to take all these days off and I'm just like, yeah, let's freaking do it. So we had a mental health we had a mental health day a few weeks ago and 
now we're having another four-day weekend. <clears throat> Max is going out of town. And then I'm like, well, shoot, where should I go? So I'm, like I said, I'm hitting up Tejas with my, uh, to go see my prima Monica and to go see my other friend Chloe. So keep up because you're going to see me on that. We won't have an episode on Monday. I'm hoping that I'll have an episode for you on Tuesday. But other than that, it's been, it's been fine and dandy over here. Um, so I'm dropping this episode tonight. <clears throat> And you're also going to see another episode that is promoting the organization and nonprofit Safe Horizon. We're on the heel end of Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And I think it's important to talk about it and to talk to a survivor and to to just talk about if you are in a, any type of domestic abuse, violence, mental abuse situation. I know I have been in the past. It doesn't it's not necessarily with a partner, y'all. It can be with family members. It could be with friends. It could be with coworkers, like what I went through. It could be with a boyfriend. Like I put boyfriends through, honestly, unfortunately. So I've been on the receiving end and I feel like I have been on the giving end of abusive situations and relationships. <clears throat> I've talked about it before. Um, I've never had a violent relationship. Um, I have hit guys before. Like I've slapped guys in the face and I've like yeah, I've slapped guys in the face before and I'm not proud of that. And it's not something that I think that just because you're a woman, you should not be hitting a man. You should not ever put your hands on a man and vice versa. I've been in abusive situations with my family members. If your parents have ever hit you before, then you know what that is. If your siblings have ever, you've ever gone fist fights with your siblings, even as grown adults, you know how that is. Um, and like I've mentioned, like even with coworkers, like abuse can come in total, total different ways. And I think it's important for us to talk about it. I think it's important for us to be aware about it. And if you're in one of those situations that you feel like you cannot get out and you really, really need help, then you're definitely going to want to listen to this next episode because I learned so much from our awesome guest. Her name is Jael and she was in a very, very awful abusive situation and she gives real awesome tips that I've never even heard or learned about on how to get out on resources that can help including Safe Horizon which is nationwide. Safe Horizon isn't just in New York it's it's nationwide and if you are in a situation like that then definitely listen to the podcast. Um, if you don't feel like listening to the podcast because you think it's going to bring like trauma or triggers to you then if but you do still need help hit up safehorizon.org they can definitely help you out they have resources there um and yeah so that's going to be another episode after this one so make sure you are on the lookout for that but there it is that's uh this week's episode of crystal's nightcap thank you so much for listening thank you so much for hanging out i love 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 you if you have not subscribed please subscribe share the podcast with your friends if you're really liking it you can listen to me on z100 new york's number one hit music station with maxwell every afternoon 2 to 6 p.m if you're not in new york don't worry you can listen on our free iHeartRadio app i'm on tons of stations across the country on the weekends as well you can check out my socials for which ones on everything i at La Crystal Rosas. We have our own Instagram page at Crystal's Nightcap. It's a meme page, so you're definitely going to love that. And um, check out my online boutique. Go cop some LaCrystalRosas.com. Click on that shop tab. All right. I love, love, love you, and I'll see you on the next one, okay? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.